Hello, welcome to Buzz and Biz, the success podcast. I'm your host, Steve Markey. With us today, we have Dr. Bill Souza. We'll begin this podcast with Bill giving an intro and background to himself, as well as an overview of his business. Bill? All right, thanks, Steve. Um, so as, as Steve was mentioning, Dr. Bill Souza, um, my background is around cybersecurity. Uh, actually, my journey started about 19 years ago. Um, uh, out of this 19, 18 has been critical infrastructure. And my academic uh, uh, career uh, started in a different way, uh, Steve. I, I started, my bachelor's was in business because I wanted to leverage my technical career with my academic career. Then after that, I changed focus specifically in cybersecurity. So my, master, my master's degree was in information assurance. And then my uh, uh, doctor of science was in cybersecurity. So I've been uh, specialized in cybersecurity for the most part of my career at this point. And, uh, and as, as, as I, I move on, I do a lot of research around uh, cybersecurity. Uh, I teach in, as well, develop more in developing courses at this point. I developed courses for PhD programs uh, for University of North Dakota and uh, North Central University. And uh, that goes along uh, with what my company actually does. So it was a good intro to that. Uh, so Exact Cyber Education is my company. And um, the work I do that is around risk, cybersecurity risk management to be more specific. Uh, I have a different take, a different view of uh, risk management and for organizations. And I decided to uh, develop and create my company around that thought, that vision that I had. And that aligns very well with my background in academia of developing courses and, uh, and teaching uh, students and, and, and scholars for that matter. So my company just falls right into it. So I have been doing uh, my company now full time for a while and, and creating videos and creating um, uh, products, free products there to, to engage people and, and in cybersecurity and risk and, and see cybersecurity a little bit different uh, beyond the technical and tools uh, that you hear mostly in the news and people get involved too. So it's more of a holistic view of cybersecurity in organizations. Does that make sense? It does. So if I may, with all that education, congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Did you pursue those degrees straight through? Did you concurrently get work experience? Did you stop attending and work full time? For a bit, could you elaborate a little more on your journey there? Oh, absolutely. I, I think this is one of the chief questions that one receive: How I break in into cybersecurity? Well, my journey was was a uh, uh, was uh, I don't know if unique. I don't know if one, but I think we have a diversity ways that people get into cybersecurity. I had a, a good friend of mine that that I work, and his degree was in geology, and yet he was in cybersecurity. I think every every person has a different path. However, uh, my particular one is I started, my first job was uh, as a help desk uh, for Compaq, which, which no longer exists uh, uh, nowadays, right? So I'm, I'm dating myself here a little bit. 
it started then I fell in love with, with, with it. And one of the counselors on the university said, say, Bill, you need to, uh, you know, balance uh, your technical expertise hands-on with educational background and business. So you'll be promotable. You say, well, the logic made sense. That's why I pursue my bachelor's in, in business administration. Uh, but then I decided, you know, I, I really love this and I, I struggle to, uh, to map what I learned in school to a help desk uh, uh, type of work. I know uh, here you study accounting, economics, and then you go, it, it, I struggle a bit um, it, it, because they were in opposite polars, right? So when I start going to my master's, and then in my master's, I really focus, I put my head down. So to your question, I finished my master's degree in one year. Um, and then I finished in December in January of the next year. So I had, a, you know, just the holidays to go over and I start my doctoral program. Uh, my doctoral program in particular was I could write a dissertation in parallel to the core, core courses. So I, instead of being seven years long, end up being like three or four, I finished mine about four and a half years. Um, and, and doing that work. Um, actually, I used the company that I was working for to do my dissertation. Uh, it was cloud computing and uh, the regional transmission operators in, in, in the U.S. Um, and how they use uh, cloud computing to, to um, uh, store confidential information. So I was able to do that. So I, it was um, uh, in parallel, but the the, what started first was my technical career, and then I followed by education. So everyone has a different path. Um, uh, there, there's many ways to get in cybersecurity, but it seems to be the, the number one question, how I break into the field. Um, and, and that was my journey. Great, thank you. And speaking of your journey and how some folks can break into cybersecurity, some folks may go down the route of certifications as well. Mm -hmm. While you were attaining these degrees, were you also, did you also pick up some certifications along the way? Oh, yes. So, so um, as I was doing my, my, my academic career in university, I, I got certified, I, I think, JIAC for, for the SANS, right? I got uh, Unix certified, security Unix. I got... MCP, back then Windows NT4. Um, I got uh, a certified ethical hacker. I got Red Hat certified. So I, I took all of those uh, along with the traditional college education. Um, another very, you know, uh, uh, well-known fact that we have discussions in, in every forum. So certification versus education. Um, uh, I'm on... You could say that I'm a, a fan of both, right? They, they, they both serve a different purpose. The, the certification, I would say get both if you have a chance, right? Immediate solution uh, due to the market that we're living right now and due to the way the, the companies are trading right now. I know that Google, Facebook, and several companies are foregoing the degree over experience, right? So you might have 15 year experience, but you have an associate degree or you don't have a degree at all because you gain that experience in the military. Uh, they are recognizing that and, and 
and, uh, and consider you to, to that position and apply for that position. So that is a great news. So, so that the certification play a role. It says, yes, not only I have that experience, look, it's proven. Um, I will never say no to a college because uh, when times get tough and companies start getting picky, uh, which happened on, uh, on the recession in 2008 and then again in, in, in 2017 or 2018, um, is that, oh, they start, if you don't have a college degree, you go to the bottom of the pile, right? So there, those are waves that, that occur uh, throughout the career of a person. Um, I would say continue pursuing that, uh, uh, your degree, but certifications also is, is an instant certification, as, uh, you know, no pun intended, that, that you have, look, I'm knowledgeable and I have the experience to prove it because I, you know, I did this job 15 years in, in, in uh, armed forces, right? So um, I'm a, a huge fan of both. Great, great. And with that said, some background info for me. I've taught some courses in cyber as well, as well as generic information systems or computer science survey courses, et cetera. And I've actually had uh, taught some hands-on courses. And it was, speaking for myself, it was a bit of a challenge because one of the limiting factors is the technology of that education organization. So if I may, not to put you on the spot, uh, when we're talking the content you create uh, professionally with your company or even any affiliation with academia, uh, can you expand upon how you feel or how you try, uh, if you feel it, it, it's important at all? Uh, to have some hands-on experience for the students or the ability to mix theory with practicality? Oh, absolutely. The, 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 um, the trend now, uh, and it has been for a while as a course builder, is, is that more and more the, the student, the client and whatnot, they are looking for simulations. They are looking for hands-on. They are looking for labs. Right. Uh, and beyond that, um, uh, I have a project I'm involved in right now. And, and unfortunately, due to an NDA, I cannot disclose uh, uh, right now. But uh, they are looking specifically for lab and not only book, right, because they don't want that academia feel for the course. They want more of a real life experience. So you bring that experience to, uh, uh, to the classroom, uh, to the course, uh, to that product. So absolutely, they, they, because as you say, uh, and you see in the past, right, with your own experience, you see that book that says, okay, this is great. This is what's going to happen, A, B, C, and, and, it's, and you can go by the chapters, right? And then you get to your job and say, wow, the book says this, but come on, this is completely different. And not even touching on in the, in the aspect of organizational, political uh, uh, culture within the organization. But most of the course right now, they're looking for real life examples. Uh, they're looking for the latest, for, for, for PhD course, for example, papers has to be at least two or three years old, no, no older than that. So it has to be new technology. They're looking for uh, recent, recent uh, events on the news that you can touch and bring it. And uh, so you have those examples and then you use current technology. How would you stop this, right? How would you apply that knowledge here? 
and even the exercises would be based on, on, on those factors. The other one, simulation. Um, one of the, the course that I built was IoT security. And, um, and, and for those, I used a simulator that, that allows you to deploy sensors on a smart city and you're able to detect, and the project was uh, to detect a, a public transit that goes across the street and, and send a signal to your um, uh, device saying, hey, the bus is two blocks away and the bus is one block away until you get there. So um, those are, and the, the feedback I get from, from those courses are tremendous. They love it, the hands-on, they feel that they actually built something, accomplished something. And also another positive out that, they can put that on their resumes, right? Say so they start in their careers, they can put it as, yes, I've done that, um, uh, here's already, and when they sit down on an interview, they can walk through that experience that they did. Yes, I, I, I developed this, here's the code that I put in, Here's what you did. So you built that portfolio and it's a good interview topic for them as well. Great, thank you. So with that said, we've talked about your business and could you share with the audience some of the challenges you've had along the way with building the business and or you mentioned your business background and some folks, grow a company and sometimes they realize they may have a, a, a skill set gap or uh, as you transition uh, maybe to more of a, a practical implementation from theory, uh, sometimes the, there's a learning curve there. So if you could just expand on, on as you've grown your business, some of the lessons you've learned along the way. No, absolutely. So, so one of the challenges, even if you, if, if you have an MBA, right, um, um, you always have a, a strength and you always have weaknesses. And, and, um, and there are certain areas that you love doing it. Uh, I love building content. I love to, to put it out there uh, for, for people to do it. And perhaps, you know, one of the things that, that is not so much fun to do is the back office stuff, right? And you have, because those are not billable hours. Those are, you know, you, but you, you must do to move the business along. Uh, one of the challenges I face is when wearing too many hats. And in the beginning, it's always tough because you have to take care of your social media and you have to take care of how to attract clients and, and have that, the, the, a funnel always um, uh, ready to go in, the, in your pipeline of sales. And those, and at the same time, you're building the content to attract future and answering clients' questions. So, those in the juggle uh, it is really real for that. And, and that there's no school that will prepare you for that. Um, and, and there's no, you know, even certification that we were talking earlier, they will prepare you for that. Uh, they give you the theory, which makes perfect sense. But when you actually have to do it, then you start facing, because there's no course out there gonna, gonna teach you how to respond to your, to your client, to respond to your students. Um, and, and putting those areas. So those were, were challenges that, that I think every business owner can relate to is, is the back off stuff, the marketing stuff. Sometimes, oh, I'm great to doing this stuff. Right now is one of the number one uh, uh, selling in marketing is videos. But a lot of people don't feel confident being on video, right? They, they prefer typing or prefer to do something else. Uh, but those are waves that change, right? Before in the past, it was blogs. 
uh, blog is still very relevant nowadays, so not, not to, the, uh, to say the least, but you can see now videos with, with Twitter having videos, with uh, uh, um, LinkedIn having videos, Instagram having videos, Facebook, those are, are become more relevant. So if you're not feel comfortable, those, those will be challenging areas for any business uh, to face. Uh, once again, you're not going to learn that on books, right? And, uh, and so those are challenges of saying, oops, I have to learn this. Oh, I, there's a new, uh, a new method of doing this and attracting a business, creating a client list, right? How, how I even do that. So all those are research above and beyond your schooling that you have to do it and create those and nurture them, not just leave it there. Okay, I collect your information. I'll, 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 I'll get to you when I get to you. No, but, but you send, maintain that continuous communication and building that relationship. And I think that represents more you and your client is a relationship. And th those are the challenges I faced myself. Uh, and, and I had to learn along the way. There was a, a, some of them were a quick learn. Some of them was a huge uh, learning curve. But every business owner will pass through those. Great, great. Thank you. And so, not to put words in your mouth, but I think you're touching upon some of the soft skills yes. where even a person in a technical or domain-specific business needs to have the ability to, if not sell, so to speak, uh, engage in public speaking, or the ability to uh, articulate and uh, persuade, maybe even negotiate, right? So uh, speaking for myself, uh, a long time ago, uh, I had the, uh, I was able to attend some Dale Carnegie training uh, as well as attended Toastmasters chapters, excuse me. So by chance, uh, how did you work on your soft skills, uh, either explicitly or implicitly uh, along the way uh, before, during, or, or after you started your business? No, no, yeah, that's a good question. Great question. Uh, so explicitly, I also went to Dale Carnegie uh, training for public speaking, uh, which was, was great. And um, it, it taught me a lot of stuff, right? And, uh, uh, it, it, and then what I learned along the way was I, I read a lot and, and I still read a lot, right? So um, when I see those and, and, it's, and I read, you know, strategies, and then I have to go and execute. You know, I cannot just read the book and say, okay, I got the knowledge. No, I have to go and execute. And that is something that comes uh, from me. If every individual is going to be a little bit of a different journey, but once you learn that, okay, let me execute, let's see if this works. Sometimes practice. It, at practice, right? Sometimes work for me very well and not for you or vice versa. So I went there and do that. That's some of the things that I do. And, and uh, the soft skills is the most neglected one. Even if you are an employee, right? Not even a business owner. That is one of the number ones ne neglected skill set that a technical person has. Um, because think about the, 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 the whole process to get a client. Before you can show off your technical skills and your expertise, why? You need to contact the client. You need to establish that communication then let's say you got lucky and you know the client likes you let's move forward then it comes developing the the 
you know, the, the documentation, the SOWs and the contracts to signs and the meetings and developing reports for management. And so all of that in additional, oh yes, I'm a Linux admin or I'm a Unix admin or I'm an architect and, and, and I'm doing those. Before you even get there, there's a whole journey and that gonna hit on that weak spot that you have. If you don't develop, you're never gonna be able to demonstrate those skills on, 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 to any client at that point. So it is one of the, the, the uh, most neglected skill sets, but yet the most important ones. Great. Well, thank you. Before we end this episode, Bill, do you have any last comments or pearls of wisdom to pass on to the audience? Oh, yes. Uh, so, well, thank you for the opportunity, Steve, uh, to talk on your show. Uh, but but I, I always say for the uh, entrepreneurs out there that are trying to do this, uh, please don't be discouraged. We're going to have uh, this journey is not easy. But then again, if you were, if you was, um, uh, a lot of people would be doing that. This would be the first option. There's a lot there that you can learn. Uh, you'll be surprised what you're uh, capable of when you put in front of it. And when you create that company, that's your baby, that's, that you set the rules. But remember, accountability to yourself is one of the hardest things that you can have. I think the, the wisdom you can take from here is um, when you create that company, when you set that path, put your head down and move forward. Uh, difficulties will happen no matter what. Just, just uh, dust it off and, and continue forward. Great. Thank you. Dr. Bill Souza, everyone. I'm your host, Steve Markey. This is Buzz and Biz, the Success Podcast. Thank you. Have a good one.